NAD Ministerial presents Multiply, Baptize, Equip, Plant with Jose Cortez Jr. I want for us to turn there to the Old Testament. I'm going to read Welcome just a few. Welcome to <laughs> And this morning we're having a baby dedication. You know, every now and then. We baptize you now in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Spirit of we're about to go eat. I want to thank you for the food. Is there a second to the motion? To present to you the happiest newlyweds in all the land. Muy buenos días, amigos, hermanos y familias. God, give us strength and power to live like you told us to live. I'm Patricia, and welcome. How can you change people from church sleepers to church planters? Find out today as our host, Jose Cortez Jr., talks to Hyveth Williams. We decided that we would map out the area around the church because we read, read Joshua 1. They went to the areas that God would give them, and they walked around. Hmm. And, and the areas where they placed their feet was a small portion. Yeah. But if you read the text in Joshua chapter 1, God said to them, from the river of the this to the that, from the north to the south, from the farther than your eyes can I'll see, give to you. I will give to you. So we decided if we, if we <laughs> walk the little area that our feet can God take us, to us, then God's going to give me oh, bigger, bigger area, right? bigger area right. Than, than, than he gave to Joshua. We've got lots of great actionable insights on the way. More in a moment. We want you to know that we're here as a growth resource. Go to nadministerial.com and click on podcast for everything you need to multiply your ministry. Our guest is Hyveth Williams. Here's Jose. We plant community churches because a church that does not go beyond its walls perhaps is not really a church, but a club. Welcome to our Multiply podcast. This is Jose Cortez, and we are uh, right here on the campus of Andrews University at the space dedicated for the Advent Next uh, podcast, and that is with my friend Kendra Arsenal. She always does a great job. Make sure that you check out her podcast. But today I'm here with... Dr. Professor Hyveth Williams. Hyveth, uh, it's so good to have you here. I'm delighted to be here. And you are a professor at the Seventh-day Adventist Theological Seminary yes. at Andrews University. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It is so good to see you. It's so good. You're, you're a legend, Hyveth. Oh, well, <laughs> I thought legends were dead people. No, 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 no. You're a legend who is still alive, all right, and doing great still. So yeah. are you doing well today? I'm doing very well today. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about church planting, because yes. I know that you're not only a professor here uh, who teaches preaching, among yes. other things, but you have planted a church. But but before we go into anything, uh, a few years ago, you came to Andrews University to yes. teach. What happened? Yeah. When I came, it was really fun to be in the classroom. I love teaching. Preaching and teaching are my sweet spots. All right. And so I didn't mind coming to teach, <laughs> but I realized that I didn't have any responsibility outside teaching a couple hours for two days a week. And then I had nothing else to do. So it was really boring and, and depressing. Oh, my goodness. So you were bored and depressed, yes, you know, yes. the, with the exception of the moments where you were teaching. Yes. The, then nothing for the first semester. Oh, Because my I didn't know the people. I hadn't made friends. I hadn't made connections. And my phone didn't ring anymore like it did when, when I was in California. When you were a local California. church pastor. Yeah, exactly. You were coming from uh, uh, Loma Linda. California, yes. Loma Linda Campus mm -hmm. Hill, right? Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. So you come here from being a senior pastor yes. to become to a professor, and all of a sudden you find yourself in a difficult situation, right? In a right? difficult situation. My biggest fear when I came was that I would end up on a Sabbath eating baked beans out of a can by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it did happen. And you did. It did happen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You've been real with us. Uh, so... Uh, what do you do? Do you get involved, engaged in any well, of the local I, churches here? Yes, I did go to some of the local churches, but, you know, I wasn't the responsible person. And I did do some extracurricular things. I started a group um, teaching um, students who were graduating some real things about ministry that I had practiced before coming. And all of those things occupied my time. But on Sabbaths, it was just the most boring day. I understand how people sleep in churches now. <laughs> because you, I, uh, I found hey, myself... Confession time here. Do you ever fall asleep in church? <laughs> yes, I did. Do they? Oh, but, my goodness. Hyreth Williams <laughs> fell asleep yeah, in church. That's right. Do and you ever tell anybody? Look, people saw me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember one Sabbath, I was leaning over and practically <laughs> drooling. And this lady kept elbowing me. and I. <laughs> oh, man. I hope you... Well, people saw you. So yeah. this is not a confession here in our podcast. But so... You got involved in some churches, but that wasn't working out for you uh, still, right? It, yeah, they were okay. It's just that my kind of A-type personality. You want to be able to do something. I, I need to have my hands dirty and engaged. I need to be engaged, That's right. fully engaged. So what happened next? So I complained to God. I just kept saying, God... Can you actually complain to God? Is oh, that okay? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah? oh yes. You it's big complain. enough, right? Listen, not only is he big enough... But we have a relationship. Okay. And, you know, if you have a really good relationship with someone, they're the person to whom you can say anything. All right. And, and that's what I tell people when I do um, premarital counseling. Your relationship is the only place outside of God where you are free and should feel free to say anything to the other person. So I t tell God anything and everything. Oh, okay. So, so I was whining and complaining, and he's used to that. And <laughs> <laughs> you complain to God, and what did God say? What and did he, he just said, "Stop whining and do something <laughs> about it." So I said, "You tell me what to do about it. No, you do something about it." So then I decided, I'm gonna think this through and see what I could do. So what happened? So tell me. So I was teaching, of course, and I started telling my students, you know that I need to get active and involved. And this young man, Iber Avilas, he's a chaplain in California, one right. of the California hospitals. And he, I talked with him, and he bought the idea that we should go knocking on doors and telling people about Jesus on Ooh. Sabbaths. And so we took the map of Chicago out, And we looked at Cicero, Chicago, right. and we decided this is where we're going to go and start knocking on the doors and walking the streets and asking people if they know Jesus and praying with them and so forth. So that was the plan. All right. And did it work out? Did it go well? Well, I, des <laughs> I decided that I would tell my pastor that I'm not coming to church anymore. Okay. That, because I didn't want him to think that a professor at the seminary is not good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so I decided to be upfront and tell him. So I met with him. I said, look, I'm not coming back to church anymore. It's not because I'm dropping out. It's just that I'm going to go walk the streets in Cicero with one of my students. We're going to tell them about Jesus and see what God's going to do with us. 
So he prayed with me, and then he said, you know, before you go to Chicago, why don't you go look at this building and see if God tells you? He said, I used to have, I have a branch Sabbath school there, and it's dwindling. Why don't you go and check it out to see if it's a spot that God would want you to do ministry? It's in South Bend, Oh, South Indiana. Bend, right? So yes, he, yeah. he went from Chicago to South That's Bend. He right. made it a little closer, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, half <laughs> right. an hour drive from right. home. And you did that? And I did As that. As a good uh, I, member, church member, yes, you know. Yes, I did that. And the day that I walked into that building, they had a very small group, maybe less than 10 people meeting in the chapel of this. It's a, it's a congregational church and just those few people meeting there. But when I walked in, I just knew, I almost felt like I heard the voice of God saying, this is it. It was so amazing the sense that I had that this is where God wanted me to do ministry. Didn't know what kind of ministry yet, but just knew that he wanted me to do something there. So this was kind of the beginning of the birth of something? Yes, yes. Right? Yeah. What this, happened? This was the impregnation. The impregnation time. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Tell me, so, tell me. This so, is so good. So, it's a great story. So, so as, as, as I began to swell using the pregnancy <laughs> terms <laughs> with, with this idea, um, I realized that what God wanted me to do was to plant a church. Plant a church. Yes. Okay. And then... And this is a few years ago. Yes, seven okay. years ago. Seven years ago. Well, it's eight years ago because it took us a good six months. So it's seven and a half years ago. It took us a good six months before we launched. It was before we were making the real huge deal that we're making our church planting recently. Yes, That was that's before right. that. That's so you right. were planting before we were planting. The, you yes, know? Okay, yes. So. But, you know, there were always church plants. By all means. Adventist by church. all means. Yeah, yeah. We call them regular church plants. Okay. <laughs> because what we do... And there, there is a difference. What we do is called community-based church plants. That's it. Yeah. And that is what we would like to see across North America, yes. community church plants. Yes. Not just, yes. You know, yes. We're not trying to plant worship services. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're not yeah. trying to plant just gatherings. We're trying to plant uh, churches that love their communities. Yes. And, and that's, that's kind right. of, that's what that's you right. did. Yes. That's yes. exactly what you yes. did. Bef yes. Before we even were talking about community church plants in, in heaven, you know, you were doing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the thing is that I, I read this book where they described community church plant. And the description of it is a church plant that um, focuses on the health of the entire community. Wow. And one of the explanations was that if you're, if you're planting a church in a place where a church is dying, you have a responsibility to help them heal or die. Okay. But don't plant until you've done that work. Wow. And, and that's also required of the regular church plant, that the, the person who wants to plant a church should make sure that the mother church is healthy first that's right. before they launch out. That's Otherwise, right. you take the sickness, the virus with, with you, you into that situation. When we plant churches, we, that gives us an opportunity to provide a new DNA that's for right. the new baby. That's right. And, yeah. and that's what you did yeah. at, at What's the name? Grace Place? The, the Grace, Grace Place. Oh, my goodness. That's TGP, a famous place. The That's Grace right. Place, yeah. TGP, the yeah. Grace Place. All right. So what do you do? Yes. Uh, because um, we have church planters who are listening to us right now. Yes. We have church pastors, members, uh, volunteer lay pastors, yes. and they're thinking, I want to plant a church. Yes. 
So um, there are many different ways of planting yes. churches. So what the what what did Hyveth Williams, okay. Doctor Hyveth Williams, do? <laughs> Pastor Hyveth Williams, you know, well, to plant this church. Yeah. Well, the first thing that we did was we realized that if we went out on our own steam, which we had a lot of steam, <laughs> a lot of hot air that was blowing steam. <laughs> if we went out on that alone, we would burn out. And so we decided, we formed a group, and I, and I felt like I should use the model of Jesus. Okay. 12 plus myself. Mm. And, and what, what I did in selecting the 12 people is to make sure that each one of them brought a resource that I did not have. Okay. So they so, were trying to find different strong points. That's right. So so that so that when we began to build, the I wouldn't be the only one. I would have these contrib- contributing resources that would be a good foundation. So that's the first thing that we did, and we we did not want to just have disgruntled Adventists. We wanted to have people who were. Um, inspired by God to do something special for him. We found that in... So you think it's not a good idea to plant a church with this Gronto Adventist, right? Absolutely not. First because of they all, take whatever they had, they that, take it to a new place, and that's, that's, right. that's the end of it. That's right. And not only the end of it. You know, um, disgruntled people are like that coronavirus that's going around. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I was at the airport coming yeah. this way, yes. you know, and I have a friend who's a nurse, you know, telling me, Jose, you need to wear that thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, exactly. And I'm like, no, but it doesn't look good. I'm just like, who cares? You need to wear it. So, but I hear that the yeah. virus is, yes. you know, yeah. It's 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 wiping out places. <laughs> That's not cool, you it's, know. Well, yes. So these Gronto Adventists are like people like that, right? Like With a coronavirus. Oh yes, my goodness. Yes. And and when they come in, it's it always wears down the leadership and tears down the building of what's going. This is why a lot of the church plants are not growing or they blew up for a little bit and then they blow out. So we... we because we, of people yeah, because that of don't people. have the right attitude yeah, and yeah. they show up well, and we well, let them be stay there. Yeah, but here's the thing. Um, we're not very good at taking care of our disgruntled people. Okay. You know, because being disgruntled is 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 not a, a bad thing. It's not the end of the world, it's right? It's not the end of the it's world. It's not the unpardonable sin. No, 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 it's not. What the, those people are saying is, help me, heal yeah. me, hear me. And our church is not very good at doing that. We're getting better at but it. Somehow it's our fault, yeah. somehow. No, it's not our fault. People get disgruntled from their early childhood okay. issues, from you know their last bad experience with someone and all these different kinds of things. But I think that the leadership of a church, we have the responsibility to be an agent, God's agent of healing for those people. But we are afraid of confronting or, or, or you know, engaging. So, so, so rather than sending them somewhere so they can take their disease yeah, with them, yeah. you know, you, you heal them and send that's all right. the people to the, plant the right. new church. So that's the, right. So the new church that, doesn't get infected. That's right. That's right? the whole point. of you Keep them in the hospital. That's, keep them in okay. the... Okay, don't well, take them to the maternity well, ward. Actually, I don't, I don't like the term that the church is a hospital. I'll right. tell you why. Tell me. Because hospitals are where people go to die. Right. Yeah. All right. But a clinic is, a clinic. Where, is where you go... 
and get your meds. So keep them in the clinic. <laughs> keep them in the clinic. Okay, all right, yeah. good. So anyway. And don't send them to the maternity ward where the new baby's <laughs> been born, right? right? Okay, that's good. That's right, yes. Want to keep those diseases? Yeah. All right, yeah. good. Away right. from it. But loving them, yeah. all right? So L loving them if you're and, a disgruntled, and caring for them. If you're a disgruntled brother or sister yeah. right now, yeah. know that we love you. Exactly. Okay? Yeah, Directly exactly. from Pastor Dr. Hyveth <laughs> Williams. We love you. And I love you too, all right? Yes. More with Jose and Hyveth in a moment. We'd love to get to know more about you and your ministry. NAD Ministerial is dedicated to your growth and success. Go to our website, nadministerial.com, go to podcast, and sign up so we can keep you connected to the best tools, the information, and events to help you multiply your effectiveness in evangelism. Oh, and make sure you like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. And all of Jose's social media contacts are on the website as well. NADministerial.com. Now, back to the interview. All right, so what happened? You took 12 people, yes, plus so, you. So we took 12 people plus myself, and we started meeting. The first thing that we decided to do was that we needed to pray and fast to make sure that we ourselves are not disgruntled. <laughs> I've been disgruntled before. I've, so I've, have you I've, ever? I've been double disgruntled. Double disgruntled. A double portion, double, portion not of the spirit, that's right. but of disgruntledness. That's, that's right. Can you even say that? So right. yeah, I don't know. Let's create some words. Uh, so anyway, we we met and we decided that we would take three months before we did anything at all. Beautiful. We would take three months Prayer. and fast and pray. The first month we prayed for ourselves, for each other, for ourselves personally, and fasted. We fasted like one day a week. Mm -hmm. I that that first month I fasted a whole week well. because I just wanted. Since I I felt God had called me to be the leader, I needed to be really, really sure that it's not the angst from being bored or sleeping mm -hmm. in church. But this is what <laughs> God wants me right. to do. So. So then we spent a month, the first month, praying for ourselves, fasting and praying for ourselves. The second month, we decided that we would map out the area around the church because we read, read Joshua 1, right. where the Lord said, wherever you place your feet. I give it to you. Yeah, and, and I remembered that the reason why God said that, when Joshua went to, we were, was with the, 11 spies, they went to the areas that God would give them, and they walked around. Hmm. And, and the areas where they placed their feet was a small portion. Yeah. But if you read the text in Joshua chapter 1, God said to them, from the river of the this to the that, from the north to the south, from the farther than your eyes can I'll see, give to you. I will give to you. So we decided, if we... <laughs> if we walk the little area that our feet can God take us, give it to us, then God's going to give me awesome. bigger, bigger area, right? Bigger area right. than that that He gave to Joshua. So that's what we did. We drove around about a twenty-mile radius, and you prayed, and we prayed every. So what came next? Every weekend, and then after that, the third month, we walked to the church. Okay. One of us or two of us would be in the building. Right. Just walking and praying and saying, Lord, we want you to anoint this place. We want when people come here, they know that you're not a visitor, mm -hmm. that this is your house. Okay. And we're, we're, we're visiting. Okay. And, and, and then we decided that last month we also started planning the strategy. 
how are we going to accomplish this? What are we going to do? Because we never read anything about church planning. And you decided not it. to even read about it, right? I you wanted to do something that God told you. That's right. That's right. right. I wanted to follow God's directive. So you walked around, uh, fasted, yeah. prayed. Yeah. You asked, uh, claim your ter the territory That's for right. God. Yeah. Uh, started going to church, yeah. uh, at least one of you. Yes. Uh, what happened next? When did you launch? On February 13th. I keep getting this wrong. February 16th, 2013, okay. we um, launched the church. But before we did, uh, my pastor, my church pastor, had given me a list of about 175 names that, of people who had been missing in action. So he had people and, and pastors all around yes. North America. There are people who are not going to church That's anywhere. Right. That's They're right. missing. That's right. Okay. That's right. So when you're planting, perhaps yeah. you can... Check with the That's pastors right. in the area. Give That's me your right. missing members. The That's ones right. I have no right. Exactly. You know, we the Adventist Church once did a reclamation ministry. I don't know what mm. happened to it. You know, we're so... We're restarting. We're restarting reclamations really? here in the in North American Division right. again because we have a lot of ex-Adventists in That's North America. Right. That's okay? right. So so we, we... We miss them and we love them, so we, we, we want them we back. we need to tell them yeah. because here's what happened. When we got the list... We divided up among the 12 people. We gave each one a portion of the names. And we, we all, 13 of us, um, wrote letters. I wrote a letter, signed mm -hmm. it, and each one had to mail it to their list of people. And then we sent cards to, that, right. to the people. And then we f called the people to let them know we would be visiting them, and then we visited them. Wow. Well... When we called the people, many of them said, don't bother us. Where were you 10 years ago? When I needed you. When I needed you. And that happened when we knocked on the doors. People just, some people just slammed the doors in our face. At and, times, as a church, yeah. I feel that we abandon people in the yes, most crucial moments of their right. lives when, when life is more obscure for Absolutely. them. And that's the time when we need to love them most. That's right. But I don't know where we got that. Who, who did we get that from? I don't it's not know. not Jesus. I don't know. We, and guess what? Can you tell me? You're, you're a professor. You know these yeah, things. I, you know. I, who did we, who in the I, world I, came I, up with that I stuff? I wish I knew it. The I'm North immersed. American Division yeah. would hire me if I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we... we we, that, that's a time when we disfellowship yes. them. Uh, yes. We let them we go. Let them we go. forget about them when yeah. they are needing us most. That's right. That's crazy. Yeah. Is and that yeah. crazy in your book yeah. too? It's, it's crazy stuff. It's double crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's insanity. Insanity. And and guess what? The Sunday churches were there to scoop them Have up mercy. and love them. Mm -hmm. the people told me, I'm now this church, I'm now that church, and I'm treated well and all this kind of stuff. But there was one occasion that I went to a young lady's house and knocked on her door, and she was with her fiancé, and um, they were drinking alcoholic mm -hmm. wine, you know, right. for the evening, and they invited me in, and they said, uh, join us for a drink. <laughs> hey, Pastor, come on, uh, yeah, drink I with know, us a little I bit. Know, I know. I, th I thought to myself, I didn't know Adventists were back in the business. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we never were, but, you know. So Mercy. anyway, I did go in. And sat down with them. They gave me a glass of water. I asked them if I could have it in the glass that looked like theirs. And we were knocking glasses and okay. drinking. And I talked to her. And cheers. Cheers and all that sort of thing. And I had a good conversation with her. But the result of the conversation, she said, look, when I was a teenager and my mother was having difficulty with her marriage, nobody, in fact, the people excluded her mm -hmm. and now you want me to come back to that yeah. and yeah. she said no i'm not coming back wow. 
that that left a lasting impression on my heart. It really broke my heart. We need to do a better job. We need to, to do we, a better to job. To we grace places, yes, right? To be yeah, the, the church right. of Jesus, that's the church right. of God. That's right. If the church of God cannot love all sinners, yeah. then yeah. it is not the then church. The, yes. And it is not of God. That's right. Right? And, you know, the, the amazing thing is every single church, God has blessed every single congregation with professional resources okay. to handle these kinds of issues. And we're not but, using them. And we're, we're not using, using them. them. Right, so so you visited, sent yeah. letters, visited, yeah. Yeah. called yeah. people, yeah. and then we, you launched. And we set the date and we launched. We we went to the um, parking lots in the, in the restaurants and we talked with people and prayed with people. We even went inside the restaurants and talked to the servers. And, you know, a couple of them came to church. We talked to the workers at Walmart. We talked to, um, we went to the mall and in the parking lot and talked to the people and let them know what we were doing. And 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 but we hadn't started visiting the neighborhood yet because we were launching. We were thinking, right. here's here's our foolish thought. Oh, God is with us mm -hmm. and he's given us this mission. So if we just go in the parking lot and tell the people, they're just going to flock to us. Right. Didn't happen. Right. How many people showed up on the first day? Um, on the first day? Well, there were a lot of Adventists looky loose. Right. But but two people came. All right, mercy. From the people we knocked the on community. their doors, from the from the, the, the from the list, yeah. from the missing in action list, and and they came in and they sat down. And of course, we had drums and drama. All right. And afterwards, they said, "This is not the church we left. We're not coming back." <laughs> so even though they were out of the church, they <laughs> yeah, didn't like yeah, you know yeah, because yeah. when they left, yeah, the church yeah. was not okay. Right. right. So anyway. We, 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 we trudged along that first year with mostly seminarians okay. attending, doing their theological field education. And then the ideas came about how to go to the neighbors and how to knock on the doors and share different things. You did a few things that, that I find inno innovative yes. and creative. I find them very effective. And, and you can yeah. tell us yes. Uh, yes. for families and children. Yes. And yes. My time is almost gone, but yeah. I, I, yeah. it's actually gone. But I want yeah. you to tell yeah. us a little bit yeah. about that. Well, what we do, we call it Just for Kids. Okay. And I started that in California, and I brought the idea to the Grace Place, where we provide birthday celebrations for children whose families can afford to give them gifts on their birthdays. And we have this once a month, and we give real gifts, like every month, especially during the summertime. Real child, gifts. Real gifts. A no, child no. leaves with a bike. Right, a bike. Mm -hmm. and that's a big deal. Yeah. We, especially we in a drawing. neighborhood where they that's don't have right, it. Right. That's right. And, and all of the other children leave with really good gifts, right. who, those who have birthdays. And the families started flocking. You know, one, one week we had 82 children and about 50 parents for, in this little space that we had. So we went back to God and we said, God, we really appreciate your blessing us, but we've seen the light. We can't handle this many, so help us to just... Give us just the amount we can handle, and and we will do. You had best. actually had to place for, pray for a little <laughs> pray bit for less. A little, for, little pray bit for less. less. Yes, yes. Mercy, right? Yeah. Because of space, yeah. it's a good thing some um, seminarians were there to help us. But anyway, so we do this every month, and then it was mostly a celebration, birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. But a couple of the seminarians said, "Why don't we make this an evangelistic and spiritual outreach?" And we started teaching the children the songs and all this kind of thing. And they would, the community children started posting themselves singing oh, the wow. songs in their homes. 
Oh my goodness. On, on Facebook. On the, so, on the social so, media. Yes. Yeah, right. So so that that brought more people. And upshot, we've baptized several families and their Praise God. families, whole families. Um, Praise God. From from that. Ibeth, our time is gone. Yeah. But how's the church, Grace Place, doing today? Grace Place is doing great today. It's it's checks social media. It's doing great. We're growing. Um, we're involved in some uh, activities, Michiana um, outreach, where a group of us pastors got together and we're going to do some evangelism in April. And the, we, we're just, God is just blessing. And, and you're enjoying bless- yourself. I'm enjoying myself. So and he, he's blessing us with the amount of people we can handle Beautiful. each month, each year. Beautiful. So now... Uh, you continue to teach at the seminary. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. you don't feel, uh, you know, you don't eat uh, beans out of a no, I baked don't. beans out I of a can I anymore. Don't. I don't have time. You for don't have myself. time for that. All right, very yeah. good. You don't fall asleep in no. church anymore. No, I don't fall asleep so in church. What anymore. is your advice for other people well, out and, there? And guess what? I'm what? finishing up my PhD in leadership. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> so you have time to teach, you have time to study, and yeah. you have time to preach and and, yeah. and plant a church. Yes. Well, yes. that is really awesome. That yeah. is really awesome. What's your advice for people who are who feel that, that they are not doing the most that they can do for God and that they, they feel that they have a need. What, what's, what can you tell them? Get up and do something. Get up and do something, yeah, right? You know, Stop God, complaining, God is right? not going to shower you with things to do because there are so many things around you to do. But the bottom line is find a group, get into a small group and pray and fast and ask God, what do you want me, to do? Do you want me to do? He is anxiously, eagerly waiting to tell us right. exactly where he is and where he wants us to be. Thank you so much, Hyreth. Uh, ladies you. and gentlemen, this is uh, Dr. Hyreth Williams, all the way from the campus of Andrews University. And this is your podcast, Multiply with Jose Cortez. God bless you. See you soon. Thanks, Hyreth and Jose. Make sure you sign up for our email list. And don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like to connect with Jose, home base for all things Multiply is nadministerial.com. And click on podcast. I'm Patricia. Until next time, keep going. But most of all, keep growing. Multiply. Multiply, a best practices podcast, is a production of NAD Ministerial. Executive producer, Ivan Williams. Designed by Halloran Hill for Anything is Possible. Produced by Kendra Arsenal with Christina Massino. Edited by Taizi Snyder. 